Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited for you to join us today. To find out more about us, visit highway.com.au. Wow. Week two of our Advent series, um, leading up to you know, the birth of Jesus Christ on Christmas Day. If you've just joined us, you know, it's, we've had set aside four weeks uh, leading up to that, that wonderful event. And uh, we focus in four areas. Um, last week we focused on hope. This week will be peace. And of course next week will be joy and then love. So what can we learn about peace today? What can we learn about peace today? Most would say that peace is an absence of war. Or peace is a state of mind. Or when there is an absence of stress. Or when the children are asleep. That's a good peace. Or simply living with a clear conscience. But you know what? The Bible tells us that peace is a person. That peace is a person. Isaiah tells us in chapter 9, verse 6, about Jesus. He says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Is it any wonder that the people of Israel eagerly waited the Messiah? They eagerly waited Messiah to come. Their nation was in chaos. As you know in history, they were under you know, Roman occupation. And the hope was that Messiah would come and uh, he would uh, raise, uh, raise an army and destroy the enemy and put the people in that number one spot again. But the reality was they were defeated. They had no hope. And Messiah was the only chance they had to set them free. But there was a man in Scripture by the name of Simeon. He had a promise from God. And that promise was that he would not die until he saw the Lord's Messiah. He was no ordinary man. The Bible says he was righteous and devout. That he was righteous before God and, uh, sorry, righteous before man and devout before God. And we read this account in Luke chapter 2. I want to read that from verse uh, 25. It says, Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit um, that he would not die before he has seen the Lord's Messiah. And moved by the Spirit, he went to the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for them what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, 
which you have prepared in sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Simeon men, uh, was a man of great note in Jerusalem. I mean, this guy was, you know, top of his class. He was, he was given the title Rabbin, Rabbin, which was the highest title you could get in the medical field. You know, all the doctors, there was, there was only seven in history that have ever elevated to that level of Rabbin, and he was the first one. So he was highly educated, a very smart man. His father had a Bible college, uh, sorry, a medical college. And uh, eventually he became, you know, the president of that college. Until one day, <laughs> he was turned out because he proclaimed Jesus to be the Messiah. But you know what? It didn't matter. It didn't matter because he could go in peace because Messiah had come. It wasn't about the titles. It wasn't about the accolade. It wasn't about the position. It was about the promise of God fulfilled that he could see the Messiah. Now he could go in peace. And so can you today. You can go in peace as well. You go in peace in a time of confusion. Isaiah, uh, again, chapter 9, verse 6, there, if I read that passage again, it says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. The government will be on his shoulders. Messiah has come at just the right time. It was a time to open up the doors to the Gentiles and unite all people under one rule, under one government, Jesus Christ. At this point, Rome had united the world because it conquered the world. Rome had united the world under its banner, under its real rule. You know, they had um, connected the world like never before. There were all these different nations and tribes and, that, and as Rome conquered them and added them to the empire, it established the known world at that time. The Roman roads went from one side of the empire to the other. And the good thing about that was that it gave the good news a highway to go to the entire world and preach the mighty gospel of Jesus Christ. Wouldn't have been possible before Rome had conquered the world. And Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations and then the end will come. Now I'm sure Simeon didn't have a clue how all this was you know, going to pan out. But he could go in peace because he knew that Messiah had come. Messiah had come and his governance would be the right governance. I've got to tell you, I have never seen the world in such confusion like it is now. Amen? I mean, every people, every nation, every people group, you know, it's in fear and panic. But you know, for every believer, there is a sense of, of peace knowing that Messiah has come. 
knowing that Jesus Christ is sitting at the right hand of the Father, large and in charge. Amen? We don't have answers for what's happening all over the world, but we can go in peace because we know Messiah's come. We know he's got it in control. I don't have the answers, but he does. What, you think he's going to bring us to this point and it's all going to just, just go kaput? No. No, he has a plan. You can trust him. You can go in peace in a time of confusion all around the world. This is a day for every believer to take the opportunity to preach the gospel wherever you go. To preach the gospel wherever you go. The only message that's going to bring the governance of Jesus Christ to rule and reign over our lives and over this planet. You bet. Confusion comes only when we take our focus off the mission. Fear comes when only we take our eyes off the mission and start to focus on the, on the raging storm around us. Amen? I declare to you today, I declare to you today, go in peace because Messiah has come. Go in peace because Messiah has come. Matthew 8, 25, Jesus is sleeping in the boat. And you know the story. The storm is raging around them. The disciples were freaking out. They said, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. Verse 26, he said, Jesus said, woke up. He said, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? And it's a good question because Jesus was in the boat. Jesus was in the boat. The mission was there resting at their feet. Nothing was going to happen to that boat. You could have named it the Titanic and nothing would have happened. The disciples were smart enough and switched on. They could have stood on the bow in the raging storm. Nothing would have happened. Why? Because Jesus was in the boat. The mission was there before them. Nothing was going to change the mission, the mission of God. They took their focus off the mission and focused on the confusion. Immediately lost their peace. But you can go in peace also in a time of tragedy. Isaiah 9, verse 6, there it says that he will be called Wonderful Counselor. These guys were living in tragedy every day. Tragedy every day. The, the, the world as they knew it before the Romans conquered them was not there anymore. Maybe the world you knew before 2020 is not there anymore. Second Samuel chapter 7, verse 24. This is what God, God said. He said, you have established your people Israel as your very own 
forever, and you, Lord, have become their God. They had become his God. They were the Lord's chosen. They had the mighty hand of the Lord upon their side, but now they're under Roman occupation. The whole nation had fallen from God's hands into the enemies. But still, they could go in peace because Messiah had come. They could go in peace. It didn't matter what tragedy was happening around them. Sure, they were right in the middle of it. Their land was taken. They had to pay taxes to Caesar. Their life could have been taken from them at any moment. But Messiah had come. I've got to tell you, I've never seen a time like this, the level of tragedy in people's lives today is just huge. Now, I know bad stuff happens in life. We all get that. We process it, don't we? And we walk through it and uh, we deal with it. We become stronger because of it and all of that. And, you know, that's life. You know, bad stuff happens to good people. That, that, that's life. But I've got to tell you, as a pastor... As of, of just our church and, and the churches that I know, the, the level of tragedy, I mean, not small stuff, big stuff in people's lives. I've never seen it like this. A pastor friend of mine was telling me the other day, he had three people die in one day. In one day. It's like the level of tragedy has sort of been escalated. There's, you know, there's deaths and accidents and and huge things that have just come out of nowhere. Have you noticed that? It's like people have been blindsided by these big events in their life. But this is a time like no other that we need the Holy Spirit more than ever before. This is a time like no other where we need the wonderful counsellor to be dwelling resident on the inside, to be the voice in our lives and not the six o'clock news. The Holy Spirit, the wonderful counsellor, Jesus taught us in John 14, 25 to 27. He said, all this I have spoken while still with you, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things, and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not be afraid. That's a message for the believer today. That's a message for every Christian today. For every person that acknowledges Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour. That's a message for you today. Straight from the mouth of Jesus Christ. There's a wonderful counsellor just waiting to intercede, just waiting to, to speak into your life hope and peace and joy and love in the midst of tragic circumstances. Tragic circumstances taking place. Go in peace today because Messiah has come. You must be filled with the Holy Spirit in this hour. You must be filled with the Holy Spirit in this hour. That wonderful counselor is needed so much in our lives. 
And thirdly today, you can go in peace in a time of war. In a time of war. Isaiah 9, verse 6, it says, Mighty God. It says, Mighty God. You know, they knew the stories, you know, of Moses when he brought the people out of slavery. They knew these stories off by heart. You know, the Egyptian army defeated. They knew the stories of Joshua when he brought down the walls of Jericho. When they moved into the promised land, they won battle after battle after battle. Gideon defeated thousands of the enemy by the mighty hand of God. They knew these stories. They knew them by heart. But now they were defeated by the Romans. Prisoners in their own land, a conquered people, waiting for a mighty hand of God to deliver them waiting for Messiah to come. But they were so consumed with the world around them that when he did come, they didn't even recognize him. They were so blinded by circumstance and situations and things that were happening in the world around them, they didn't even recognize the Messiah, though they longed and looked for him continually. You cannot miss what Jesus wants to do in your life today. Don't be so consumed about what's happening around us and miss the focus where it should be on the mission of Christ. Such an important time for us, such an important message for us today. We are living in unprecedented days. There's no two ways about it. You name it, whether it's political, whether it's medical, whether it's a threat of war, just just watch the six o'clock news. It's all around us. But we cannot get consumed in a time of war. And can I just say today, don't complain about the government. Don't complain about the government. I'll tell you why. Because government are elected by people. You know, except for Victoria, there's no dictators. But the government is elected by people, amen? Don't blame the government. We put them there. Amen? You want to change government? You bring Jesus to the people. You bring Jesus to the people, you change the government. You bring Jesus to the people, you change the policy, you change the culture of our nation. It's not the government's got the answer. The church has the answer. You and I have the answer. So don't complain about the government, particularly if you've not led one person to Jesus this year. Can I say that? Too late, Dan, it's out. Are you with me? I think I did a, 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 a sum a couple of years ago now. And if every Christian on the coast... Just led one person to Jesus a year. Just one person a year. I think if my memory serves me correctly, and it's, it normally doesn't, but it's like seven or eight years, and you would have 600,000 believers on the Gold Coast. You reckon that's going to change policy? Politicians only want to be elected. That's all they want. Who elects them? We do. 
Who do we vote for? The ones we want. Amen? See, if you blame the government, you, you're just putting lipstick on a pig. It's not going to change anything. Amen? But if we lead people to Jesus, we change our culture. So powerful, you say, oh, I don't know whether we could change a nation. They did. Have you ever heard of the Church of Caesar in Rome? No, because it doesn't exist. The Catholic Church is the Church of Rome. The Christian Church is the Church of Rome. And there was no big war that went on. They just introduced the people to Jesus. Changed the world. Not, not hard, folks. And, and here's the thing, they don't get it, we do. And if we do nothing, we can't complain about what's out there. Decisions made by godless people. You can't blame them for that. They don't know any better, they don't. If they don't know God, they don't have the wisdom to make the right call. It's that simple. Let's read Psalm 23. You've got your Bibles there? Turn over to Psalm 23. I've got a new Bible, I think they've moved it. Brand new Bible. This is my first message with this new Bible today. Yeah, you're right. It's not really that important. Psalm 23. I hope this version's got one. <laughs> All the pages are new and stick together. Annoying. Okay, here we go. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. We could stop right there. The Lord is my shepherd. We lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely the goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The part I love about that is that he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Now, under normal circumstances, sitting down to enjoy a meal surrounded by enemies sort of doesn't paint the, the Sheridan Seafood Smorgasbord, does it? Who remembers the old Sheridan Seafood Smorgasbord? We used to smash that thing, Rob, didn't we? We smashed that thing. I remember I lost my mobile phone once. We had to ring it. It was under the prawn shells. We smashed that puppy. They made nothing out of us, I'm telling you. The most painful thing that ever happened was going to the Sheridan, and if you've ever been to the smorgasbord, and then you left via the car park, and you hit those speed bumps, and your stomach was so full, it was so painful, you couldn't, even, you couldn't go over them slow enough to avoid pain. We were that full. Hey, Rob, that were the days. But here we are. If we acknowledge that Messiah has come, then we can go in peace. 
that he can prepare a table for us in the midst of our enemies. That means, that means tragedy. It means confusion. And that can be raining all around us. We can sit down and enjoy a decent meal. Not an ounce of stress. Everything okay. Peace within us. The world's in chaos because they've removed themselves from the Word of God. Don't be surprised. Don't shake your head and go, how can they make that decision? That just doesn't even make sense. Well, here's how. They don't have the Word of God. They don't have the Word of God. And I've got to tell you, if the church keeps moving in a secular direction, we'll be in chaos too. But not you and I. We're born again. We're filled with the Holy Spirit. Messiah has come. We can go in peace. Amen. Amen. I want you to stand to your feet. I, I don't think you believe it. I don't think you're as excited as you should be. No, please leave the lights up. Leave the light. They're not getting out of this this easy. Come on, I need you to declare this. I need you to repeat after me. And at home, get off that couch. Put that cup of tea down. Get to your feet and repeat after me. You ready? Messiah has come. I can go in peace. Come on. Messiah has come. I can go in peace. Messiah has come. I can go in peace. Come on, give him praise this morning.